You disobey me, you die. You try to escape, you die. You otherwise irritate or vex me, and guess what? You die. I'm known to be quite vexing. I'm just forewarning you. Lady, shut up! This is the deal. You're going somewhere very bad to do something that'll get you killed. All my friends are heathens, take it slow. Wait for them to ask you who you know. Please don't make any sudden moves. You don't know the half of the Of God. For those of you who don't know me officially, my name is Amanda Waller. There's an event in Midway City. I want you to enter the city, rescue HVT1, and get them to safety. I'm sorry, uh, for those of us who don't speak good guy, what is HVT1? The only person that matters in the city, the one person you can't kill. Complete the mission, you get time off your prison sentence. Fail the mission, you die. Anything happens to Colonel Flagg, I'll kill every single one of you. Remember, I'm watching. I see everything. There's your pep talk. So that's it. What, we some kind of suicide squad? I'll notify you next to Ken. Welcome to Sweet Play Podcast. This is your host with the most, Mike Mac Masunas. How's everybody doing today? I'm doing great, guys. Welcome back to a brand new episode. So I'm very excited about this episode. Originally today, when I got behind the mic, the plan was for us to do Jaws. Because that's the movie that won the vote, was Jaws and Spaceballs. That essentially won the vote for first place. But since it's summertime, everybody's swimming, I thought might as well start the very first episode of Coming Back to STL with Jaws. And then we'll do Spaceballs next time. Well, then uh, I was going to go see Suicide Squad, and I said, okay, when I do Jaws, I'll go ahead and throw a quick review, uh, non-spoiler, for Suicide Squad. And then I watched the movie, and I said, when I got done with it, I'm like, nope, no way. I can't just talk about it for a couple minutes. I want to go ahead and do an episode. Because, to be fair, Suicide Squad was my second most anticipated movie of 2016. Number one was obviously Batman v Superman, as I talked about, um, you know, a couple months ago. And Suicide Squad, finally seeing it. Uh, I want to kind of give my thoughts and feelings on the movie, especially because uh, this seems to be another devi- divisive movie for DC. It's not as beloved and well-received as I was hoping it would be. Um, so, yeah. A uh, couple different things. A reason I want to talk about it is because of the amount of enjoyment and fun I had with the movie. And I thought, you know what? We'll just do two episodes. We'll do Suicide Squad. First part of this, I'm going to do a non-spoiler review of Suicide Squad. So for those of you who may or may not have seen it yet, you can go ahead get my thoughts on it. And then if you've listened to, or not listened, but watched the movie... Or you don't care about spoilers, then you can check back for the spoiler section, all that good stuff. And then, once I get done recording Suicide Squad, I'll go ahead and start recording the episode for Jaws. So, you'll probably get this episode probably today. Today's August 7th on a Sunday. And I actually got a few extra days to record. So, more than likely, I'll record this one today, upload it, let it sit for a day, and then I'll record Jaws tomorrow and then upload it either Monday or Tuesday, so that way it gives you a day or two, and you get two episodes. You know, kind of a nice treat for the STL Nation as a as my welcome back present for you guys. So, needless to say, let's go ahead and get into the review, non-spoiler part, of Suicide Squad. Here we go. Is this the real life? Let me out of here, Donald, please. I want to assemble a task force of the most dangerous people on the planet. They're bad guys. Worst of the worst. Was this a cheerleading trials? Hi, boy. 
Deadshot. Uh, shoots people. He's a crocodile. And he eats people. Burns people. You're possessed by a witch. Mm, she's just crazy. What was that? I should kill everyone and escape? Sorry. The voices. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's not what they really said. This is the deal. You're going somewhere very bad. Whoa. To do something that'll get you killed. Let's go save the world. I can't wait to show you my toys. Let's do something fun. wrong with you people we're bad guys it's what we do all right so let's talk about some suicide squad now this is definitely my as i said before my second most anticipated film of 2016 uh just maybe if we have any new viewers i, I doubt it i'm sure most of you are all old school and you know my story but just to break it down for perspective especially since this is a new movie might have new listeners let me break this down for you so if we were to put things in order of my love of how things work in life so number one would be god number two would be my wife and my kids and number three would be batman in that specific order okay uh been that way obviously not the wife and kid part but uh been into batman since i was four years old my batman collection started at age four um what 37 now 37 years old just turned 37 in june and if you've seen the sweet delay podcast facebook page or if you're in the group you guys have seen how ridiculous my bat cave is so needless to say obviously i love batman he's number three uh, in my life, obviously, uh, according to what I just told you. So Batman v Superman, of course, was going to be my number one most anticipated movie of the year. Now, uh, let's kind of uh, backtrack a little bit on the uh, uh, what was to be the last episode of STL when I said goodbye, you know, did a four hour episode. Obviously, the prior episode to this, you know, the comeback episode explaining why I was coming back, all that good stuff, how life has been great. Not going to go into it again. But on the last episode, I talked about Batman v Superman. And uh, since we've changed everything to a letter grade, when I walked out of Batman v Superman, I wasn't in love with it and it really sucked because I waited my whole life to see Batman and Superman on the big screen together it was you know it was a dream come true to to finally have a movie that I was going to see my two favorite heroes of all time Batman number one Superman number two my two favorite heroes on the big screen together I love Henry Cavill uh, Henry Cavill and Man of Steel. I love Man of Steel. I've defended Man of Steel. Uh, my love knows no bounds for Man of Steel. It's my favorite Superman movie of all time. Uh, you can say what you want. Hey, that's the whole point of an opinion. It's your thoughts, your feelings. No opinion is wrong. No opinion is right. Correct? That's the way life works. We shouldn't be arrogant jerk offs to one another. We should respect one another's opinion. That's you know that's the whole point of STL is we're all we're all movie lovers here. We're all big fans of movies. We're we're not all about you know what you don't like a movie. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick on you for it. That kind of thing. So uh, I know people have problems with Man of Steel. For me, I love Man of Steel because number one, it's the first Lois Lane I've ever loved. I hate Lois Lane. Oh my gosh, I can't express how much I hate Lois Lane in every medium I've ever seen her in, except Man of Steel. Now, to be fair, uh, Lois and Clark, you know, the one with Dean Kane and Terry Hatcher, that was pretty good. But movie-wise, they all suck. 
However, I love Amy Adams. She was the first person to love Clark for Clark and not because he's Superman. So that was one thing. I love Henry Cavill because he was just like, you know, he he's just, oh, he was this generation Superman. It's great. Um, I just, I loved it, man. It, it was, you know, I, you go back if you want to hear my thoughts on Man of Steel. But needless to say, I love Man of Steel. So I really, really, really wanted a Man of Steel sequel. However, it didn't make a trillion dollars. So, of course, they got to throw Batman in there because Batman had just kicked some major ass the past couple of years with the Dark Knight trilogy. Now, I've gone on record many of times of saying the Dark Knight trilogy is my favorite trilogy of all time. Now, um, when they did the announcement... Batman was coming in. They're going to do a Batman, you know, in Superman movie. I saw the logo. I hated the logo of Batman. I still do, by the way. It's kind of grown on me, but I really, I that's probably the one thing on the suit I hate the most is that stupid, ugly logo. It's disgusting. I hate it. But I love Ben Affleck. I've always loved Ben Affleck. I, I always said he was going to be an amazing Batman, and I, you know, and, and he proved everybody wrong. You know, everybody loves Ben Affleck, which is awesome. So Batman v Superman, it was dark, it was gritty, it was somber, wasn't really fun. I mean, Man of Steel had some real good, funny moments, if you will. Um, you know, it had, it, you know, the score was uplifting. You know, of course it had its dark moments, but I felt it was really balanced out. The action was incredible. Now, of course, it's Superman Begins. Obviously, Superman makes a lot of mistakes in that movie. That's kind of the whole point is it's supposed to be Superman Begins. He doesn't just wake up one day and realize, hey, I know how to handle things. I know my powers, all that good stuff. But I'm not the Superman purist, so... I'm sure people are yelling at me now about why they hate Man of Steel, but that's okay. You know, that's your opinion. I just love Man of Steel. It's my favorite Superman movie ever. Now, of course, I love Christopher Reeve. I love Superman the movie, 1978, is it? Uh, I love that movie, Superman the movie. Of course, it's it's a Blu-ray. Uh, in my Blu-ray collection, I love it. It's fantastic. One of the greatest, not only uh, superhero movies, but one of the greatest movies I've ever seen in my life. I absolutely love Superman the movie. But Man of Steel is just, everything is great for that movie. Now, Batman v Superman, though, uh, you know, of course, uh, spoiler alert, Batman... You know, I knew Batman was going to be an a-hole. You know, it was kind of the whole, Batman's going to be an a-hole. Hopefully, Superman brings it back to the light by the end of the movie. And, and that's essentially, you know, if you haven't seen it, that's essentially the arc you deal with is you got a-hole Batman, you know, because it's really taken the Dark Knight Returns version of Batman, you know, the a-hole Batman, and bringing him back to the light, changing his own rules throughout the movie. So, by the end of the movie, he's kind of back to the old school Batman that he should be, you know, that we all know and love. He's been around for a long time. So that was really cool. But I walked out of the theatrical version, you know, maybe I think my grade was like a C, like a C plus. I really, really, really wanted to love that movie. But I mean, the, the editing was crazy. I mean, I'm typically a guy that lets a lot of things slide. And a lot of times I don't notice stuff that most of the hardcore critics do, you know. But definitely in this movie, I was like, man, that just started out of nowhere or that just ended or whatever. And I was just like, man, this movie feels like it's been cut together, you know. So then the ultimate cut came out. I freaking love it. Now, my wife never got to see Batman v Superman. She was six, so she watched the three-hour cut. And I'll tell you, that three-hour cut, you never even feel like it's three hours. That extra 30 minutes, I mean, think about it. Your average movie is an hour and a half. 30 minutes, that's like 40% of your movie. So 30 minutes goes a very long way. So it was really great. The ultimate cut, it explained a lot of crap that was cut out of the original. I loved it. It totally raised my score. Uh, I'm definitely now at an A- minus with Batman v Superman. Uh, unfortunately, I wish it was beloved, but unfortunately, it really is a dark place. However, I get that, though, because you got to take these characters to the darkest place you can take them if you want to have a super fun light movie with Justice League. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, your, your two greatest heroes are fighting. You obviously got to have them in a dark place. So I get that. But, you know... I'm a lot, uh, you know, a lot lighter, uh, you know, in regards to my feelings about Batman v Superman. So, needless to say, now I do love the Batman logo when the Superman logo is in it. 
but by itself, that's when I, I really don't like it. But Ben Affleck, love him, great. Uh, I'm so happy he's going to be our Batman for the next coming years. I'm looking forward to it. So needless to say, uh, Suicide Squad, you know, this movie right off the bat I knew was going to be like along the tone of Batman v Superman, but I knew it was going to be fun, you know. And it, the fortunate thing is is that because of how bad uh, Batman v Superman bombed, it was kind of this whole new pressure was put on Suicide Squad. And it was kind of unfair pressure, you know. So let's kind of get into the non-spoiler section of Suicide Squad. Uh, for those of you who don't know, essentially, you know, I don't want to give too much away, but this is our first time we ever have Harley Quinn ever in a film. Margot Robbie is Harley Quinn. We got Will Smith as Deadshot. Jared Leto is now taking the place of the Joker. And essentially, we have just a group of guys, as, as you've seen the trailer, uh, they're going to go to a place that's going to get him killed. And if they don't do it, they're going to die. And if they don't survive the mission, they're going to die. So it, it, that's why it's called suicide. It's a suicide mission. It's why it's called Suicide Squad. But essentially, uh, you know, Amanda Waller, this is taking place directly after Batman v Superman. So it definitely helps if you see Batman v Superman because they address that. And she groups together this crazy team because you know what? You have a bunch of bad guys do all this stuff. And if anything goes wrong, you just throw them under the bus. And there you go. And you have Killer Croc making his first appearance. You have Captain Boomerang. Now, I'll be honest. The first the first couple, you know, of characters, everybody knows and loves. You know, Deadshot, Joker, Harley Quinn. But then you get, like, Rick Flagg or you get Captain Boomerang or El Diablo. And you're like, who the hell are these people? You know what I'm saying? So, uh, but I went in with an open mind just like, I can't wait to see what happens here. And, and definitely, these trailers have been super fun. I mean, I think the the Bohemian Rap, Rhapsody trailer is probably the greatest trailer I've ever seen because they put that whole movie to the music. It was fantastic. So I knew Suicide Squad, at least I was hoping, was going to be fun. You know, I wanted it to, to be the, the vision David Ayer wanted, but at the same time I was hoping, hey, you know, I think this movie is going to be funny. And I can definitely assure you guys you're going to have a really, really good time with this movie. So, uh, Will Smith, you know, Will Smith is obviously the king. Uh, he's fantastic, of course. But then, you know, as as the time has gone on, he's kind of had misses here and there. And you're wondering, how is Will Smith in this movie? Now, Will Smith is great. The guy has a crap load of charisma, just like my boy The Rock He's fantastic, and he definitely shares the spotlight. You know, he def he does not overshadow this movie. This, I think, is the first time I've ever seen Will Smith super excited to be in a movie. I can't remember the last time. So he's very, very proud of this movie. Of course, Margot Robbie is fantastic as Harley Quinn. She definitely kills it. Uh, she steals every scene that she's in. She's fantastic. She's funny. She's uh, she's sweet. She's crazy. She's psychotic. She's everything you know Harley Quinn to be. Now, of course, I've been a Harley Quinn fan ever since Batman the Animated Series. I've loved Harley Quinn. But, of course, now we're going to have a bunch of people going around saying, I'm a big fan of Harley Quinn, and they're just now getting into her because of this movie. It's kind of a double-edged sword. You, you want that because Harley Quinn is now big in the mainstream, but it's like you get those fake those fake lovers, you know what I mean? The ones that are like, oh, I'm a hardcore Harley Quinn fan, but I've only been a fan of hers for a month. You know what I'm saying? It's like, dude, I've been a fan of Harley Quinn for like, I don't know, 13 years, man. She's fantastic. Ever since the 90s, baby, when she killed it in Batman the Animated Series. She's awesome. So I guess let's kind of talk about some of the hate that's been going on. So this movie, unfortunately... Uh, was getting some crazy reviews and, uh, you know, just saying, uh, I mean, yeah, it's kind of frustrating. You know, they're saying it's a hot mess or other people are like, oh, it's too much like a comic book. And, you know, it's kind of funny. It's the complete opposite. You know, in Batman v Superman, they get they get trashed by critics and everybody's down about it, depressed. These guys, they kind of get pumped up about it. They're like, you know what? Screw the critics. We made this for the fans. I, they can kiss my ass and all this and that. And it, it was, 
and I'm not saying that they should, you know, critics should kiss their ass, but it's it's just it it was kind of refreshing to see their attitude of like, you know what, I don't care if critics don't like this movie, as long as the fans love the movie, that's all we care about. And I, I love that attitude. I thought that was really cool. Now, there's obviously been discrepancies in regards to reshoots to make it more fun and things like that. And after I saw the movie, there was this uh, list of deleted scenes, things like that. So let's let's kind of get into this. So I really, really, really enjoyed this movie. I had a crap load of fun. And the editing is really great. You know, it in regards to people saying it's a hot mess, I really enjoyed it. You know, you, you have your introduction to the character, and it's like in a flashback form, but with like comic book stats, a lot of good Easter eggs, so keep a lookout, especially for one character in particular. We'll get into that in spoilers. But the way they tell the story is very awesome. You're in the present, but yet... When you get introduced to a character, you get a quick flashback to kind of get you sped up with who the person is. I think some people didn't like that. I really did. I thought it was a cool way for you to introduce each of your characters that the audience doesn't know, but do it in a timely you know, manner to where you're not spending a crap load of time on, on these people and you can get the, the squad together as soon as possible. That's where this the magic of this movie is, is when you have the group together. I mean, this is bad guys versus evil. There's no good guys in the movie. There's no good guys versus bad guys. It's bad guys versus evil. I love it. The music is fantastic. I'm not going to talk about some of the musical choices that were done. We can talk about that in spoilers. However, they really, some of them kind of hit you out of nowhere and you're like, that's an interesting choice of using that song. But then in the moment, you're like, wow, that was pretty cool. So, I thought it was a really good balance of keeping somewhat of the tone of BVS in regards to kind of like the the serious side, but then immediately, you know, maybe like when things are getting real serious, you got a you got a real funny moment to kind of break things up a little bit. It was a I thought a really good balance. I may be wrong, you know. I know there's probably going to be people that are hating and pissing on this movie, but you guys know me, and I. I walked out of this movie very happy. Unlike Batman v Superman, I'm like, man, I really want to love this movie. I, I need to watch it a couple more times. Or I tried to convince myself that I really liked this part, but I really didn't. Suicide Squad, I was like, wow, that was super fun. That was great. Um, in regards to problems I have, I definitely would say it would be the trailers. Now, Unlike with Batman v Superman, they gave everything away in the trailers. They didn't do that with Suicide Squad, which was pretty awesome. But what I'm getting at with the trailers is, unfortunately, and I don't think this is really a spoiler because this is kind of major news for everybody, been posted all on the news sites. It's not a secret that scenes were cut out of this movie. And unfortunately, some of the fame the more iconic scenes in the trailers aren't in the movie and that really pisses me off i hate it when i watch a movie and i specifically am waiting for scenes in the trailer and it never happens it's like dude what the hell and then you go back and you watch the trailer and you're like seriously this part's missing this part's missing this part's missing and then of course you find out the version we see are the is the version the director wanted so there isn't going to be an ultimate cut of suicide squad but the story, you know, from beginning to end was fun. Uh, you had your serious moments, and there's one scene in particular. You know, there there's one Suicide Squad member that I really, really came to just, uh, just love, and that's El Diablo. You know, you love Harley automatically uh, if you're a Harley fan. I mean, Margot Robbie kills it instantly. Within the first five minutes, the girl... The girl nails it. I mean, there's this one scene where she's strapped in a wheelchair and she just starts laughing and dancing. I mean, she's like, wee, you know, that right there was like, boom, she's got it. You know, she was fantastic. Deadshot was great. Will Smith, fantastic. Uh, and then El Diablo, when we get introduced to this guy, the, the story arc for this guy is pretty awesome. I'll get into that in the spoilers, but he touched me the most, like, 
emotionally wise, man, uh, I actually teared up watching this movie, believe it or not. There's one scene in particular that got me. Uh, Captain Boomerang, Jai Courtney. Who in the hell would have thought that Jai Courtney would be entertaining? This guy, it finally is. And I, I mean, the guy did admit he did drugs making this movie. And that's probably a good thing because it actually, the drugs helped him act. Uh, Jai Courtney, this is the first time I've enjoyed Jai Courtney. He was great uh, as Captain Boomerang. Super funny. Um, and then you had your cat and fodder. We can talk about those in the spoilers. But I would, I would definitely say go check it out. Now, you're probably going to ask me, how is Jared Leto? So, obviously, uh, Heath Ledger, for me is my joker now i grew up uh, okay there's a difference between best and favorite okay so my favorite batman movie is batman 89 is it the best absolutely not you know it's my favorite because i i love the score i love the suit i love the batmobile there's so much of that movie that i absolutely love is it the best far hell no far from far from no is it the best Batman movie, but it's my favorite. So much nostalgia, just so much of my life is built around Batman 89. That's that that is just that's, you know, my favorite. Best Batman movie, most people are going to say The Dark Knight. I can't disagree with them on that. But Heath Ledger is definitely my joker. Uh Jack Nicholson, no, no way. I mean, he was entertaining in Batman 89, but he's far from Heath Ledger Joker. So, of course, uh Jared Leto uh, they're doing the Joker from the early comics of Joker 30 style where he's a gangster. That's the inspiration we're dealing with in regards to Jared Leto's Joker. Uh, what was, uh, you're probably going to ask me how much screen time did he have? What was my thoughts? I kind of can't really get into that until I get into spoilers, but I'll tell you this. You need to experience it for yourself. Uh is Jared Leto going to blow away Heath Ledger? I don't know. It, it depends on your feelings on The Dark Knight, things like that. Uh, I enjoyed Joker. Uh, it was definitely a different take. There were some things I didn't like. I'll talk about that in the spoilers. But he, the way that he was portrayed in the film works. I'm excited to see where the future holds. I think if he is in the Batman solo film with Ben Affleck, he's going to, you know... This scene, this movie will be forgettable because I think he will do something even more extraordinary in a Batman solo film than what he was allowed to do in this movie, if that makes sense. So Heath Ledger's Joker, two thumbs up. Jared Leto, one thumb up, if that makes sense. So uh, the grill, eh, you know, the tattoos actually don't bother me. It's the grill. That's just really hard to get past. Uh like, you know, Harley's tattoos, half of the time I didn't even realize they were there. Uh, but, again, I got to talk about that in spoilers. So, I I highly, highly recommend you guys go out there. Go watch this movie. You don't need to see it in 3D. That's okay. See it in regular 2D. It's super fun. A lot of action. A lot of jokes. Good jokes. Not like we're trying to make you laugh jokes, but just like actual subtle jokes. Stuff like that. Some emotional moments, stuff that will actually surprise you in pulling at your heartstrings. All right, so let's talk about my score. Uh, I slept on it, thought about it, just uh, contemplating how I feel. Believe it or not, this movie is so good, and I enjoyed it so much, it dropped my score on Batman v Superman. Even the ultimate cut, the one that I really love. Uh, it dropped my score to a B plus for the ultimate cut. I will never, ever, ever watch the theatrical cut ever again. That cut sucks. Ultimate edition all the way. That three-hour cut, as I said uh, before, doesn't even feel like a three-hour movie. It's so fleshed out, it even feels like a shorter movie. Uh, I originally had given that an A-, minus, but because of my enjoyment of Suicide Squad and what the potential that BVS could have had, it actually dropped my score to a B plus. My score for... Um, Suicide Squad's an A minus. I freaking love that movie. Um, it was it was just so much fun, 
and I cannot wait to see the what the future holds. You know, we got Wonder Woman coming up. I think that's going to be fun. I know Justice League, I think, is going to be fun. So the I think the dark, somber days are behind us. Because even Man of Steel wasn't that freaking dark and somber like Batman v Superman was. That movie's just kind of depressing. Uh, I love it, but it's definitely not a movie that uh, if I want to have a good time, I'm going to throw that movie in, uh, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, so yeah, Suicide Squad, A minus, Batman v Superman is a B plus, Man of Steel is still my favorite, uh, uh, DCEU film, I would say. I still, that's an, that's an A, a solid A for me, uh, Man of Steel. I love Man of Steel. It's got the perfect amount of, of joy and, and, uh, and, you know, uh, I don't know. I love Man of Steel. It's my, it's my fave. So I'd go Man of Steel. Suicide Squad and then BVS. That would be my order of uh, the DCEU, uh, you know, Detective Comics, you know, Extended Universe, all that good stuff. So that's my thoughts on Suicide Squad. Go see it. Take some friends. My wife loved it. Uh, I did say, what'd you think? And then uh, to talk to talk about how she felt about it, I have to talk about it in spoilers, but uh, she was disappointed with one major thing, what had to do with the main villain of the story, things like that. Uh, people are going to tell you, you got a weak villain. You know what? It doesn't matter. You don't want to have a villain that's going to overpower your squad. You want to have a good time. You want the squad to be able, you know, you don't want Joker to be your main villain, you know, because he's going to overshadow the stars of your movie. So I was totally fine with the villain they had. That didn't bother me. It, it didn't drag things down. I thought it was a good balance all the way through. So go see it and uh, go ahead. We're going to take a quick break. Come back. Let's talk about some spoilers. So go see it. Check it out. I hope you uh, I hope you enjoy it. And if you do, let me know. Write in stlpodcastgmail.com. Let me know what you thought. So uh, stick around if you want to hear spoilers. Otherwise, I'll catch you guys on the next episode where we talk about Jaws. And uh, please feel free to write in for Jaws. Uh, fantastic stuff. Can't wait to talk about it. So uh, I will talk to you guys in a little bit or I'll catch you next episode. Have a good one. Take care. All my friends are take it slow. Wait for them to ask you who you know Please don't make any sudden moves You don't know the half of the abuse Welcome to the room of people who have rooms of people that they love one day Doctor away Just because we check the guns at the door doesn't mean our brains will change from hand grenades you love another psychopath sitting next to you You love another murderer sitting next to you You think I'd get here sitting next to you But after all I've said, please don't forget Alright, here we go. Let's talk about some spoilers right off the bat. I want to talk about Batman. Uh, man, that was so much fun. You know, seeing the Batmobile come around the corner. If you guys noticed, lost the machine guns from bvs those are no longer on there now this does take place after bvs so we know that batman has updated the batmobile good times uh it was great seeing uh affleck again i love the fact uh you know he has the little underwater thing and i thought it was cool that he knocked harley out under the water that was really funny and then he tries to give her cpr and then she gives him a kiss uh and then of course i wasn't expecting the dead shot thing and then he broke his arm that was awesome uh, and then when he freaking dies, I'm like, what the hell? But luckily it was just a vision. So even though it was just a cameo, it was super fun. I got to see Batman twice in the same year. How often do you ever get to say that? You get to see two Batman movies in the same year. So I love Ben Affleck. I love this Batman. It's great. You you can definitely just tell he's a, he's back to the Batman he was instead of the beginning of BVS. So I, I loved it. I thought it was cool. And there wasn't too much Batman to overpower the movie they're trying to tell just like there wasn't too much a joker so let's kind of get in the joker here so jared leto is really upset because he's filmed a lot of stuff and a lot of stuff got cut out i mean the thing you see in the trade all the time i can't wait to show you my toys you know they, they cut that out they cut out the scene obviously where his face is jacked up that would be from when the helicopter crashes and he's at the end of the film trying to rescue harley 
Evidently, he throws a grenade at the squad. They cut that out. The abusive relationship, I mean, let's face it, Joker and Harley, very abusive. Uh, there, there's very much uh, physical abuse, mental abuse, uh, you know, verbal abuse. That's a very toxic relationship. I know a lot of people love Joker and Harley, but folks, those two are very toxic. It's not a true love you're seeing here, okay? So, unfortunately, they cut out that stuff because... That's what was filmed, but because of the backlash to BVS, they cut that crap out. You know, let's face it. There's two versions of this movie. There's the real version, which is the David Ayer version. And then you have the guys who cut the the trailer, the Bohemian Rhapsody trailer. And that was fun. And then WB wanted more fun added to it. So they cut, you know, they cut a bunch of stuff out. Um, So the Jared Leto, man, I think if there were... I hope all this stuff's going to be on the Blu-ray. For what I saw of Jared Leto, I really hate the grill. I really do. That got, you know, that's just really hard to not look at. I thought he was scary. I thought he did a good job of trying to be just be the gangst the scary gangster, you know, not the psychotic dude from Dark Knight like Heath Ledger. He was trying to make himself just the scary gangster. I thought he pulled that off. Really good. I wish I could have seen more of his scenes, but at the same time, I get why they cut it because they don't want to have the movie overpower with Joker. So I'm going to reserve my judgment on Jared Leto in regards to where he stands. He did a he did a really good job, but is it the best? No, not for me. It's not. Uh, for the people out there who say that, I don't think anybody will say he sucks, but I don't think there's going to be a lot of people out there that says he was better than Ledger. Ledger had more to work with than Leto did. So let, let's be honest there. Uh, I, the joke's really great. You know, El Diablo, I'm telling you, man, that guy, um, you know, when, when he waves his hand, it says bye. And just, just Jay Hernandez did a really good job, but the bar. This is the scene that got me. You know, when, unfortunately, they cut out where Harley's taking the drinks and he asks for water and she's like, smart thing. They cut all that out. But the bar scene is my favorite scene of this whole entire movie. The reason why is because it was so real. You know, um, when when El Diablo is telling the story about his family. And, and my wife, she automatically knew that he killed his family just because of the fact he gave himself up. But the way the story's told and the way it happened. And then once Captain Boomerang says, well, what about the kids? And Harley says he killed them and he starts tearing up. That's when it hit me, man. It was just, I don't know. It just, the way it was told, the way it was shot, it really pulled in my heartstrings on that one. And that's at that point when El Diablo became my favorite. And the thing is, man, when he's fighting, uh, what's his name, Incubus, and he turns into that humongous, badass god, man, that was awesome. Uh, Fantastic. I, I really wish he didn't die. Man, I wanted to see him go on to the sequel, but you know, you can't kill off Harley. You can't kill off Deadshot. That's just murder in your box office. That's murder in any future you have. So you got it. You it's Suicide Squad. You got to have some people die. I mean, obviously Slipknot. That was just. I knew that guy was gonna die instantly. Everybody knew that. It's just a matter of how long was he gonna be in the movie, and he wasn't in it very long. I like how Captain Boomerang was jacking around with them to see. Hey, is your head really going to explode? Yeah, you're stupid enough. You'll fall for it. That was good. Now, my wife loves the Enchantress, and she was hoping she was part of the team. So the fact she was the bad guy, really, that really like got to her. Where She's like, I love the movie, but I was so disappointed because that was the bad guy, even though Incubus really was. But you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? She really, she really loves Enchantress. But that's okay, though. You know, she's still, we were talking about it all night long. My, you know, uh, my wife and my daughter, she loved it. She loves Harley Quinn. You know, um, she can't tell who she loves the most, Harley, Deadshot, or El Diablo. And I'm kind of, I'm kind of like, you know, El Diablo, man, I'm I'm tied. Harley, Deadshot, and El Diablo. But just, I think El Diablo just a little bit more just because, he really got to me, and I thought he was going to be some cat and fodder that I wouldn't give a crap about, and he's the guy that really 
man, I, I choked up, man, when he died. It was like, oh, that, that, that hurt. So um, he was probably definitely my favorite Suicide Squad member was El Diablo. So, of course, Harley was great. So many good jokes. Uh, she was fantastic. The Come Baby Come, that song is awesome from K7. I used to jam it all the time in the 90s, but when they hit that in the elevator, man, because I've seen that elevator scene through the clips they've showed online, but I don't know. There was something about it. You could you could tell that the music that was added was definitely something WB wanted added to make it more fun. Certain songs were in there that you knew were meant to be in there, and other ones were like, where the hell did that come from? But I dug it, though. So, like, Come Baby Come probably isn't going to work for most people, but I dug it. When she was in the elevator and they're playing Come Baby Come, I don't know. It was just... Man, especially when she's like, boom, boom, and she's kicking the guy's ass with the with the bat, you know. And that's another thing is that, you know, I I have this thing that I absolutely hate of the double standard of DC and Marvel. Why is it DC characters can't kill anybody, but Marvel can go ahead and wipe out anybody they want and nobody bats an eye? Marvel's family friendly, but Captain America can take his gun and go smoke somebody in the head, and that's okay. I hate the double standard. I talk about this all the time that it's okay for Marvel to murder people and blow people up and smoke people and nobody says a damn thing about it. But if DC does it, if Batman kills somebody, if Superman kills somebody or whatever, all you hear about is that. And I hate it. Oh, I can't stand it. And I, I, I try to avoid reading that stuff and just let it go. That's all I have to do is let it go. But at least in this movie... They're not, they're humans who are no longer human, so it's okay. So I don't think we're going to get the whole, well, they were killing people. Well, I don't think we're going to get that in this movie, which is, which will be a nice relief because I was tired of hearing, Batman's a killer, man, blah, blah, blah. Pick up a comic book, okay? Batman's been killing folks for a long time, all right? He's not like an angel, folks, all right? Gosh, but anyways, we're going we're gonna to get off that topic. I don't, I want to go down that road. So... Uh, what else? What else? So yeah, the, I thought the editing was much better than what's being what it's what's being said about it online. I don't know. Uh, I could definitely tell the editing issues with BVS, but I'm okay with Suicide Squad. I like the introduction, especially when you see that uh, Harley Quinn is the killer of Robin. So when you look at BVS and you see the Robin suit in there, yeah, Harley killed Robin. You'll probably miss that Easter egg, so you want to look for it when they show it. It's at the very bottom accomplice in robin's murder so there you go harley quinn uh is your killer for robin whether it's tim drake uh dick grayson jason todd we have no idea we'll find out i assume in the batman solo film uh i definitely say this movie is the guardians of the galaxy of dc i mean let's face it we got you know guardians of the galaxy kind of some no-name people to most folks but it was a super fun movie you know you kind of have bad guys who kind of saved the day it's kind of along this along this uh for sure so i definitely uh might i definitely think that this is dc's guardians of the galaxy unfortunately it's not going to get as much love as that movie did okay so to wrap things up uh the mid-credit sequence uh, which was pretty cool, you know, seeing Bruce Wayne sitting down with Amanda Waller. I thought that was cool. He used her to get the info he needs to build the Justice League. Obviously, that that therefore goes into Justice League. But I kind of like the fact of, hey, give me your information and then I'm going to shut you down. That was kind of a cool thing at the end. I dug that. Originally, though, I actually thought the scene took place prior to, you know, like the movie but it's obviously after from what i read online so i'm okay with that so i, I definitely enjoyed the mid-credit sequence good times so and then the flash cameo that was pretty cool uh i love it no honor among thieves so uh again i'm not a big 100 percent fan of the suit for flash um but i'm will i'm open-minded you know that that couple seconds in the trailer uh, for Justice League, not really a trailer, but footage, I'm I'm open. Before I was like, there's no way I want to see this Barry, this guy be Barry Allen. But because that scene was so great, I'm so open-minded now to see what this guy has in store. So I'm definitely going into Wonder Woman and Justice League 
super open-minded, hoping for the best. And talk about a, a drop in the ball, man. They didn't even play the Wonder Woman trailer, man. How many folks actually watch that trailer? Geeks. Geeks are who watch that Wonder Woman trailer. And you guys didn't want to show that to the public? Man, WB, you dropped the ball, man. Seriously. I don't care if it comes out next year. You could have easily shown it. Say in summer 2017, people would have been hyped up because most folks that are going to see this movie probably have never seen this you know, Wonder Woman trailer. So I thought that was a mistake. But maybe that's just my theater. I don't know. So uh, I definitely, um, Enchantress, a lot of people said they don't like her as the villain. I thought she was cool. Um, she's not the greatest. She wasn't the greatest villain. I agree to that. But I thought she was the perfect balance to not overshadow the squad. Because if you had too much of a powerful villain or if you had the Joker be the villain, it kind of would have taken something away. So I was okay with it. But I know there's probably going to be a lot of folks who didn't like it, and that's okay. You know, we all have our own thoughts and opinions, as as I've stated before. Just my thoughts. You know, this is how I feel about it. Um, you know, from beginning to end, I really, really enjoyed this movie. My biggest complaint is the fact of a bunch of stuff from the trailers is missing from this movie. And it really sucks. You know, I'm okay with like one or two scenes you see in a trailer and it don't make the movie. I'm cool with that. But, man, there's like five or six different things that I've seen that has not, that didn't make it into the movie. And that kind of sucks, you know. So that's really, that actually brings things down, you know, for me. That's why I was like, man, I wish I could have seen that stuff, you know. would have been nice. But... I'm definitely in a salad A minus on this movie. Uh, BVS B plus, as I said, uh, you know, a Man of Steel A. I, I the more I watch Man of Steel, the more I love it. The more I just, oh, you know, I'm again, I'm not gonna go in and start talking about that movie all over again. But uh, that's definitely gonna be it, guys. I don't think I have anything else. Uh, don't have any emails on Suicide Squad, but I wanted to get this out there to you because there's been a lot of hate on the movie. So I wanted to give you a positive perspective uh, from somebody who uh, was want, could not wait to see this movie since last year, since they announced it, uh, my second most anticipated movie of the year, and boy, was I happy with it. I'll tell you right now, it's my favorite movie of 2016 right now. Granted, I haven't seen a crap load of movies, uh, but it's my favorite. Yes, I like it even more than Deadpool, and I love Deadpool. I thought that was a fantastic movie, but Suicide Squad was just... You know, DC has the best villains. They really do. I don't care. Marvel, you know, I don't show... I'm not giving any disrespect to Marvel. Because, you know, I've always been a DC guy. I've never made that a secret. But I've never been in the Marvel until I watched the movies. But no Marvel villain can touch the DC villains. They're just too damn good. So that's why I love this movie. And the soundtrack is fantastic. And unfortunately, some of the best songs don't even freaking make it to the damn soundtrack. Oh, I hate it when that happens. But So that's it, guys. That's my thought. That's my review on Suicide Squad. Go see it. You can definitely take your kids to this one. Um, the biggest swear word, and I guess depending on what day or what time it is, the S word, you know, uh, crap, whatever. That that's the one that's said the most throughout the movie. Will Smith mostly is the one he uses like every other time. Uh I love when Amanda Waller freaking blows people away and he's like, That was gangster. That was funny. Uh Will Smith, he he was had the perfect amount of jokes. It was really good. But yeah, you could take your kids to this one. If you took them to BVS, you could definitely take them to Suicide Squad. It's it's more lighter in tone. I think they'll probably cry at El Diablo like I did. Uh, but you know what? It's a really good movie. My 13 year old loved it. We, she brought her best friend, uh, you know, so it was, it was awesome. She's still talking about suicide squad. Wants to go see it again. So, um, that's it guys. Uh, please, uh, share, let everybody know STL is back. Uh, you know, I kind of figured I was going to lose some listeners 
with the last episode because obviously it was meant to be the last episode. Of course, people probably unsubscribed, all that stuff. But, you know, I know there's there's been some viewers that have been lost. So if you could just kind of let everybody know, hey, STL is back. Maybe share this episode. Say, hey, Masunas is back. Review Suicide Squad. He's coming back for Jaws. You know, kind of help get spread the word again. STL is back. So, again, I'll be back uh, probably in a day or so. Talk about Jaws. So, I hope you guys have a good one. And, uh, you know, definitely check out Suicide Squad. It was super, super fun. Uh, My favorite movie so far of 2016. But still a lot more movies to watch that I've missed that I need to catch up on a Blu-ray. But we'll see when we get to the end of the year where I stand with Suicide Squad. You know, it'll be interesting to say the least. So, I'm going to let you guys go. Thanks so much for joining me. For this episode, I had a blast. I hope you guys had a blast as well. And uh, I'll catch you guys on the next one. So have a good one. Take care. Touching 